Welcome everybody to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. How's everybody been doing? We kind of uh, took some time off to reflect on some things that needed to be done. Now we're back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your, uh, your harvest. Uh, it was a first time experience for me. I feel good that I even participated in it because it's it's something this is this is the thanksgiving that God mentions in the Bible not the one that man created and you know I don't know if I fell short doing it or whatever because I have nobody to fellowship with on that matter there's a lot of good people that's out there believe me but there's not nobody coming to the table with me so far as worshiping, fellowshipping, and, uh, you know, just chopping down this Bible, man, to uh, actually live by it. But other than that, man, hey, look, we're, we're jumping back in it. You know what I'm saying? Right back at you, whatever. You know, uh, call up your doctor. Everybody, tell them that that preacher guy's back in town. So, I mean, you know, reflecting on some things, right? And, I mean, there are a lot of things about me that I'm still coming to terms with so far as, you know, my shortcomings, whether it's with family or friends or with God. You know, uh, you know, my spouse, whatever. I'm, I'm still coming to terms to, 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 to realize and recognize that I myself, me, uh, is my biggest downfall mentally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when I first started jumping off the porch and everything, you know, there wasn't no guidebook about mental health and I mean we all suffer a great deal of mental health from birth from kids and that PTSD ain't nothing nice and I mean after you be after you've been taken advantage of so many times growing up especially these women it's hard to actually say hello to some people without somebody giving you an awkward look like they, they're ready to jump in your, your, your mix and all that, boy. Mental health is a serious situation, and what I come to reflect on about myself is that everything that has happened to me is actually my fault in a whole lot of ways. And I, I have not come to that conclusion until today. Like, wow, right? Is everybody else's fault? In a lot of ways. But mainly it's me. Because I didn't know about this mental health. I didn't know I had a mental health disorder. Why would I go and buy something that's broken when I can just go buy it brand new? Why would I buy it broken? You know? Why would I do take and do some of the things like... You know, I'm, I'm talking calm as can be one minute and one next minute. I'm shouting loud as I'm, you know, 
I'm just all over the place with it when it comes to being manic and everything. And I'm not understanding, you know, it, all I know is that it feels good to me at the time to be who I am or whatever that is. I mean, you know, and a lot of people has dealt with me in my little ways. They, they saw me one way, but experienced me another way when it came to my personality. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. When it comes to, to doing business and everything else like that, uh, I'm an ace in a hole when it comes to it because I know exactly how to run things once I'm taught how to run it. But then my, the experience, my personality, jumping off the porch on my own, this is when you'll see the manic side in the way. And I mean, come on, right? How is my fault, right? Well, I mean, come on, man. I, I, I put all my eggs in the basket and counted all my chickens before they hatched. And I wasn't thinking about nobody else. I mean, my intentions were good to just start up a business to where, you know, all these kids that I have, I will be able to support them by the time they are ready to go to college or whatever, or jump into high school, if that matter. I was about to start a family business of truck drivers. Slowly but surely, it would have been, you know what I'm saying, I was what, 27 at the time when I first started it? And I had it set to about, when I was 37, or 40, which I'm 43 now, that I was going to retire with 15 trucks. And my intentions was good, but my mental put me in the status of just pew, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because I know it, and I got the heart, and all this other stuff. I'm not looking at the long haul of it, of breakdowns and setbacks and you know what I'm saying? Just lack of, you know what I'm saying? Stability, uh, 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 support. I'm not, I, I put all the eggs and counted all the dang old chickens before they hatched them. And a lot of them didn't make it. I'm the only one that didn't crack. Everybody else cracked, all right? Because my little pipe dream bellied up on us. And all the money that I did have at that time and pumped into that company, the company is still alive right now. It's just the same old, same old lack of support and uh, the, uh, the knowledge of it all. I mean, I had the structure and all this other stuff, but I didn't have what it takes so far as, you know, a, a team and all that type of stuff. Which all that stuff was going to come later. But I mean, what if I would have had the knowledge to sit on that money like a mother hen and just over time preserve all of my eggs to hatch? What if I would have done that, right? Because I mean, I told this young lady yesterday, I said, I'm under this bridge because something happened. It's not because I'm on drugs and it's not because I'm a felon or it's not because, you know, I'm whatever some people might say that I am out there. Something happened. 
And for me, right now, as a reality check, it was my mental that happened. That nobody couldn't actually grasp. Because we all have a mental problem. I mean, my wife had hers. My mom had hers. My brother had his. You know, my stepfather had his. And all my friends had theirs. None of us was aware of mental health. Growing up in the hood, all we knew is that one person was that person that you just stay away from. You know, that boy gone is what they'll say. That means don't mess with him. He gone, all right? And he'll just go through the hood, do his thing. But most likely be the most intelligent person out there. If you sit and talk to him. But I mean, you know, like I said, man, you know, my wife, you know, she had her mental and I looked at it and I... I nursed it in a lot of ways, but I enabled it also, you know what I'm saying, by forgiving so much of, of mistakes that was repeated many a times. And I'm like, uh, you can't keep making the same mistakes and thinking it's going to all go away with an apology. I mean, come on, right? The mistakes that I made were big mistakes but with good intentions on trying to do something to provide. Some things just falls through. But I blamed everybody else before I blamed myself through the matter. You know what I'm saying? Because I should have took my time. You know? But I mean, you know, hey, you only get one shot. And my one shot bellied up on me. That's, that's what put me under a bridge. Because everything just fell through after that. You know? But then there's another case. There's another case of Jonah going on around here. And that case came when I prayed to God for something to happen in my life. And it did. And not knowing that Bible, I just knew that there's a God and I believed in him with all my heart. You know? And it is when my prayers were answered in the way that I answered, that I asked him. And as this man was socializing with me, through the whole process of the prayers revealing themselves as being answered, I'm taking it as a as a, a whole Jonah deal because I'm not knowing that there there is. A request after this. There is consequences come after this. Once you once you hear the word of God and you recognize that God is real and God actually comes to your call and reveals himself. God don't want you to be uh you know what I'm saying, just high-fiving him or something for whatever he gave you, or whatever. No, there's there's some things you gotta do. And that's what I couldn't, I didn't get, you know. I mean, I got it because I was always into saying, you know what I'm saying, spiritual things to people and everything. But I didn't know how deep he wanted me to go. And as I'm trying to get with this truck and get jiggy with it, bro, and, and start this company and fly high with it and all that, God like, no. Uh-uh, homeboy. Hold up, home skillet. Chill out. I need you to sit down for a minute, analyze this little community you in. 
I brought you here for a reason. You asked to come here, but I needed somebody here, actually. I ain't come to know all this until after everything hit the fan. And I mean, as the storm came and everything fell through, hey, I'm trying to hold on to things that does not actually want to hold on to me. And I'm like, I'm getting my butt whipped. And so as everything turned apart, torn apart on me, I come to realize that being a preacher is what actually the only thing that I can do right. Seems like it. And I'm, I'm being real with you because this ain't nothing that I practiced. I never practiced becoming a preacher. Everything just fell in its place. But it all came out of the experience of, you know what I'm saying, knowing God and drawing near to him. That now I'm at this conclusion to where it was all my fault not knowing the consequences of God revealing himself to you. You know? And so, you know, I apologize to, to, to God for a lot of my shortcomings, you know, and I mean, through the perfection of it all, that goes to show you that this is all him because I do not have the knowledge to do this, okay? This is all him. And I mean, you know, I, you know, I took for granted a lot of things, man. When it came to serving God, I took for granted a lot of things. Like, you know, trying to make other people join in and all that type of stuff and change their lives also when it's not set for everybody else to go along with you. If they didn't if they didn't come if they didn't come with you on this, don't expect nobody to end up with you with this. That's not how it goes. But I mean, you know, you would think that people would want to join in on something like this. I mean, I mean, before Hurricane Katrina hit, I was seriously drawing near to God before that. And people knew this. And but still, I was being ignored about it. And that's what really like kept me from actually... Uh, going further with him. Uh, you know, it's a trip, but it all happens. You know what I'm saying? But I made I made my way through all this, this valley of darkness. And he was also with me. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'd just like to thank him for that. You know, uh, so far as the people that I lost along the way, hey man, you know, when it comes to it, when it, when it comes to that, that snake, that garden snake that will disrupt the man's house, this is all it, what it was, you know what I'm saying? Because even though I had a mental problem and I couldn't even figure out why I would do some childish things, you know what I'm saying? 
my 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 ways of an adult is only when somebody try to take me for granted and all that type of stuff is that I gotta bring the adult out of me. Sometimes I let my child my childness my childishness get the best of me in some ways of relationships, whether it's friends or a spouse or something, because I will really let that that kid out in me. And I probably would say something real crazy or do something real silly. When everybody is accepting me one way, they see me one way, but they experience me another way. And when they do that, it it kind of turns their belief, so to speak, in a way that I'm not who I who they think I am. When in some cases is, you know what I'm saying, you took me all wrong. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. Because some things, some people are set out to be. And for me, I'm not trying to be nothing other than you did just a human being. That's all. And whatever a human being has to do to live in this world is all I'm capable of doing. I'm not no superhero. I would never be a, 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 you know, a lord of anything, drug lord or street lord or whatever lord. I don't care, bro. Crime lord, none of that. That never was in me. It was something that I experienced through survival. As a human, we all have to experience that. It's called survival tactics. You know what I'm saying? Because we all in this cage. But I mean, you know, my my ex-wife, man, I, I, I think I let her down in a lot of ways. Because when we first started off, bro, this girl had a lot of confidence in me. She had a lot of respect in me. And I think I did a lot of childish things that I couldn't understand why I did it. And she damn sure couldn't understand it. And most likely lost a little bit of respect for me as a man. But it, it was never out of cheating or anything. Uh, you know, coming home drunk and just slap boxing or something. No. It would just be, you know, sucker fool making passes at her or something. You know how that 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 is, you know. You got them. You know, which one your back's turned. You know, you, now you fronting on my woman because you can't be real to yours. So you fronting on my woman like you realer than me, dog. Know so damn well, dog. You got to go behind my back. That's that's not real. That's fake. If you was actually real, you have been to pull my woman in front of me. That's how real G's do it. But it's not like that because, hey, I, I, I wouldn't consider that real either because if, if she allowed you to pull her in front of, you, in front of me, she was never mine from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to this better or worse and sicker or poor, whatever, things like that, hey, man, I'm going to love everything about you. And where you're weak at, I'm going to be strong at, you know what I'm saying, to help you get through that. And where you're strong at and I'm weak at, I want you to do the same thing. You know, this is 100 and 100. This ain't no 50-50 because that means you're half-stepping. I'm going to come 100 with you, babe. I'm going to come 100 strong, and I'm going I'm to come, come as twice as strong where you're weak at. 
I'm gonna come strong on my part as being a man. And can't nobody ever, you know what I'm saying, just, you know what I'm saying, run over me. You know what I'm saying? So far as making negotiations and stuff like that, no. But I mean, come on, right? The 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 kid in me is just what it is, man. We all have that. And so I mean, you did. It's it's always it's always that snake, that garden snake that'll come and disturb a man's house. You know? And I mean, just through the mix of it all, bro, the confusion of it all, bro, the, the chemical imbalance along with the mental disorder, it kind of destroyed a lot of our thinking and all that type of stuff, bro, when it comes to making decisions and all that stuff, man. You're young at the same time. Oh, my God, right? I mean, we all young at the same time, just getting on our own, getting our own houses and all that type of stuff, dude. I mean, me and my girl started off, dog. That girl started off as a teenager with me, and I'm just now coming out of my teenage years, and we just running, we running the streets like full-grown adults. I know everything about the hood and everything, bro. And she know everything about her hood and all this stuff. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to come out of the hood. Is where it kind of like got a little wishy-washy with us. She enjoyed the street me, but didn't didn't understand. The civilized part of me when it comes to wanting to just be a family person. You know what I'm saying? Which all of us want to be a family person in some ways. I don't understand how none of us wouldn't want that opportunity in a man or a woman if we run across one that actually wants to come home. You know, pay the bills all the time and just kick back when it's time to kick back and be real with work when it's time to be real with work. Be lovers when it's time to be lovers. Be, you know, neat and clean about cleaning who, you know what I'm saying? You see your bathroom dirty, don't be looking for one person to clean it all the time. You ain't got no maids, you know? Clean up behind yourself or just clean up behind, you know, before it gets even worse. If you, if you spot it, dot it, you know? But I mean, you know, when I first ran into my girl, bro, I mean, come on, right? Boy, my girl, she was an ugly-ass woman. And I ain't lying to you. Her ass was so ugly, everybody talked about it. How flat it was and all that shit. You know, my girl had a flat-ass booty. She was an ugly-ass woman. And I mean, her smile and all that made up for it. So I didn't really care. I'm like, that's my flat ass. I'm going to fall in love with it till the day I die. And it was times that I would look at her ass and it would just make me so mad. I will just smack it. Bow! <laughs> Every time she walked by me, just bow! I can't stand you. <laughs> but I loved it. To, I loved it to death, man. And I mean, you did... Uh, I, this was a relationship that just grew, bruh, and, you know, just come, come to find out how when me and her, before me and her met, we ran across each other as kids three times in the hood without even introducing ourselves. We was in the presence of each other through other people that I was with and who she was with. When she came to my hood, she was with other people. When I came to her hood, I was with other people, and, and we, we, we saw each other 
but didn't know each other at the time that we met as girlfriend and boyfriend. We didn't even know that we was in the presence of each other those three times. So we went out some years and went to reminiscing about friends we hung out with and realized that, hey, that was me. That I was that little black dude that was with him. And you was that little white girl that was with, with them. You know what I'm saying? And that was ironic. But it was all good, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, you know? I the, the the mental part of it all is just, you know, how could something come in between all that love that you got for a person and that person knows that you got all that love for them and but yet will twist it all up and throw it all away. You know? I mean, you know, you get one shot on things when it comes to making a uh, a financial deal and that's what I did y'all I'm telling you I made I made uh you know I made a big decision to go into business for myself and I knew how to operate stuff I went to college for uh you know I took little six weeks entrepreneurship courses and everything it ain't biggie but I mean come on right I took I took I took like you know I paid for myself to go to UNO. I did UNO once, and then I did another uh, business course and all this other. I think I went to three entrepreneurship classes on my own. I mean, I knew the business for about f over five years, running the truck and everything. And I was trying to get her on my team to come and learn how to drive. I was trying to get her to learn how to dispatch and all that. It was going to really be a family business. And then I got injured. So I put all my I put all my my eggs in the basket and come to my chickens before they ass dude and before I can even get rolling I got injured and I couldn't get that money back and so before you knew it, bro, I became this deadbeat that everybody just thought I was and I ended up under a bridge trying to get my life back together from that one mistake, bro. Not actually, you know, just. You know, patience. Not allowing things to just settle a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just and and I'm I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it every time I bump my head underneath this damn bridge. I'm paying for it. That day, this still hurts, dog. When you hit your head, it hurts, dog. I'm talking about I hit my head at least 11, 17 times, and I'm like, it it really hurts. You heard me? Um, and I'm paying for it. Uh, but I can never get back that life that I I was out I was sent out to, to, to deal with when it comes to having all my kids involved with trucking whatever they wanted to be involved with through the grapevine you know what I'm saying if everything fell they still had the trucking to fall on and all that stuff everything fell apart bro and I lost like half of my life through me myself and I. And I accept that. I accept that, bro. And uh, you know what? For a lot of people that's out there that's just learning, hey, bro, you know, don't take nothing for granted, bro. You're young. You think you got to get it fast? Man, I'm 43 years old, bro, and I'm still in my... This is my primes right here. Your primes is once you done went through all of the, the nonsense of learning about life. And, and is able to stand and talk, and talk about it. 
to teach people the mistakes about it. You know, whatever mistakes you made, these are your primes. When you survive the foolishness that could have got you killed in a lot of ways or stayed on drugs till you die, you conquered everything through God. By having, that, by having that faith in God and wanting to do better in your life, you got caught up through your valley of darkness and God walked with you through the whole deal, letting you know he's here. Okay? And you're going to go through this wilderness for a while, T, because guess what? This is, this is the experience that you have to go through once you come out of Egypt. Once you're leaving Egypt, once you're leaving the old you behind, what you used to do, whatever it is, you're going to go through a little journey, bro. All right? And it could, it could be a hard one or an easy one, depending on who you're walking with. Okay? You, you got to walk with God with this. All right? You got to walk with his son. All right? Because God is waiting for you on the other end. Jesus is right there at the beginning to take you through it. Okay? He'll guide you through it. See, the devil will bring you through some things, but Jesus will see you through it, bro. You just got to keep your eyes on it. You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, you know, I missed out on a lot. And, you know, I mean, I'm just a late bloomer, bro, when it comes to the fact that don't put your eggs and all, all your eggs in one basket and, 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 and don't count your chickens before they hatch. I didn't really get that whole concept until I did it already. Till the damage was done. Alright? You know what I mean? Come on, right? It's all said and done, man. And I could keep pointing the fingers at who all had, you know, done me something and all that type of stuff, but it, it really won't, you know what I'm saying, narrow it down to the pinpoint of me. You know what I'm saying? Not having no understandings about mental health disorders. We all have them, bro. We all have these disorders. And we we definitely have to get them in check. You have to check yourself, dude. Find out what it is that you're doing. Okay, if it's constantly putting you in jail, find out what that mental disorder that's doing. Because, I mean... When it comes to life, bro, listen to me, listen to me good, man. The best way to get through this, what I come to understand, is to never think that nobody, just to never think somebody owes you, man. Don't ever think somebody owes you anything. Whether it's in a marriage, a job, you could be the boss and you can pay somebody's salary. Don't think that person owes you anything. And this is how you won't get caught up in no kind of lust scandal. Thinking this person got to get on their knees because you give them a job. Or you overworking this person, abusing them because you 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 the boss and you you over them and everything. And now you your franchise will probably go to limp because you didn't got a bad report on the streets of how you treat your, your slaves. Never think nobody owe you anything, bro. An apology or anything. Somebody bumps into you or cuts you off in the road. Don't think they owe you anything. And this is how you will defeat road rage and be caught up in some kind of murder or in jail or just dead. 
You get me? Good. Because this is what we're going with, bro. All right? Ain't nobody old Jesus, nothing. They old God. All right? And by Jesus knowing that nobody owed me nothing, he finished out his walk because, I mean, me personally, I would have been like, bro, everything I just did for you, bro, I just paid your rent, your lights, you heard me? Paid for your kid, uh, braces and everything. And here you is talking about crucify me? Man, you know what? I'm not going to even die for y'all sins. Y'all can all go to hell. Personally. And this is how you win your race with God. You don't die in vain because you got out your car yelling at this person who cut you off because he was texting or something or trying to beat a red light. You know what I'm saying? Just never think nobody owes you, bro. All right? That's what I come to understand, man. That's what I come to realize. So, I mean, yeah, you dig? My wife. Ugly ass woman, dog. Woo! Law. I'm telling you, I'll face I'll face 10 Freddy, Freddy Kruegers before I face her ugly ass. <laughs> but, but I swear, dog, she was mine. And that's what I like. That's what I like about it. Cause I mean, you know, when it comes to when it comes to us men, right? You know, a lot of these men, they 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 see with their eyes, not with their heart. And you know that you see with your eyes and not your heart when a woman will pass you up. And she would, she would be, you know what I'm saying, you know, a, a woman for number one. All right? Doesn't matter if she's tall, small, or big, or whatever, black or white, whatever. Okay? She's a woman. But what caught your attention? Yeah, right. It's not her eyes or her makeup or her hair or nothing like that. Uh -uh. It's when she passed you up and you glanced back and looked at her booty. It was like, hey, hold up. Hey, let me talk to you. You, you mean you're talking to the back of you? You had the opportunity to catch her from the front and be like, hey, how you doing? You look nice. You know? No, you wait till the woman passed you up. And you look. You about to walk into somebody and everything. You're like, hey. <laughs> That's what you call a booty call. But I'm like, hey, bro. All right? We have to start being a little bit more appreciative with who we dating. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, have a people, they have some people that's out there, they transgender and all that type of stuff, man. I see y'all. I see y'all. And I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because something has happened. And it could be a mental. or it, it, It's definitely a mental. Because from some part, when you was born a, a, a young man, somebody or something switched you into saying you a girl and feeling like one and, and being treated like one. So it's, it's definitely a mental. And I, I appreciate y'all. I see y'all. Y'all take a lot of sacrifices into being who y'all are. But that doesn't mean that, you know what I'm saying, you are created that way, so don't try to think somebody owe you anything, you know? All right? Because there are women that are born women first, and you have to acknowledge them and give them their, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't just actually just take over the world as transgenders, 
Because look at me, I'm cute too, and I'm a woman. Yeah, you all cute. You do have a figure like a woman. You do look like a woman. All that good stuff. Okay, okay, all right. But hey, let's give God creation a little hand clap here, some respect, all right? And this is how the world will always be respectful with each other. You know, nobody owes anybody anything for who they are, all right? Whatever you are in this world is just for you to give back to whoever has given you the same respect that you, you, you need to give to other people, you know? And so, yeah, you know, and this is how we're dealing with it, y'all. I want to say uh, yeah, welcome home, Bill Cosby. Man, wow, right? Whew, welcome home, my brother. Welcome home. Talk about a booty call. I mean, come on, man. This man went to jail behind a booty call, man. And I'm serious. It was a straight-up booty call. When he came to the girl in the club, hey, that was a booty call. They met in the club. Hey, you want to come with me? Yeah, sure. They take a drive to a place, and they get high, and they, they, do, the, they do the bump. And before you know it, he's like, hey, man, I got some business. Go take care of take, take a cab home, all right? Catch you later. Thanks, you know? You know, this, this was booty calls. You know? And I mean, <laughs> please, stop it. Stop it. All right? Feelings got hurt in the mix. Just say that. Just say your feelings got hurt. That's all. You know, you were looking for a ring, a big-time relationship, or something like that, a baby. I don't know. But damn, you about to let a man die in prison behind a booty call, bro. That's not right. Y'all wrong. This is the entertainment business. You dance, sing, and you twerk, and all that, and so does the men. Come on, man. All right, enough of that. Welcome home, Brother Cosby. Oh, man. Dang. You know, that sets a lot of people hard at ease when it comes to people like him. You know, because we all sinners, bro. We all going to do something wrong. We all make mistakes. You know, like I said, I'm not a felon and I'm not on drugs. And I have this I have this foster care. It's Mother Goose Foundation, bro. And for when it comes to people who makes mistakes and, and they're going to go to jail for either six months or a year or they got to go to rehab and all that, hey, you can come sign your kid over here to us and we're going to take care of that kid like soldiers. And before you know it, when you get out, we have a cleaning business and a trucking company. These companies still exist. And you can get a job through us, the women and the men. Driving trucks are cleaning up. All right? To support your kid once you come out of this facility or whatever. And you can sign your kid. We'll sign your kid over as fast as you did for us, bro. No hoops. No strings. And that's why it's a private organization. This is why I'm standing strong. With what, you know, God has sent me out to do. Now that I realize that once, that's what I was supposed to do. Is whatever he's gotten me doing something. Whatever he's got me doing now. This is all him. But it was, must have been something that's been in me, dude. So we're gonna end it with that, man. Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna drop some some real hard science on the gospel, and I just want everybody to take their time with it, cause you know how we coming is gorilla style. You heard me? So you know, just think about it, all right? And uh, you know. Just keep me just keep me posted, man, with with things that's out there. You know, cause I'ma definitely keep y'all posted with the things that's coming up. I think we have a very big blessing coming up. 
in the near future and I'm gonna definitely let y'all know about it if uh if things go the way it's supposed to go so see y'all later alligator